Hello, my friends, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dave, and together we will learn about all kinds of melon, squash, and pumpkins. I look forward to learning with you. Welcome to season two of Hello, my friends. It is so good to be back with you after taking just a little time to rest and consider how our visit should go. I hope that you have had a wonderful break as well, enjoying all that spring has to offer. It is now time to de-stress because being relaxed and comfortable is important when learning new things. We will be doing a simple breathing exercise. You can sit or stand or lie down. You can close your eyes or not. It's all up to you. Now, are you ready? Let's begin. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it. One, two, three, four, five. And breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. Now we'll do it once more. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it. One, two, three, four, five. And breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. I hope that you feel more relaxed and that you can take this with you into the rest of your week. There is always a moment here or there where we can practice some mindful breathing, and I find it is very helpful. Now, my friends, it's time for pumpkin bits. Pumpkin bits, bits of pumpkin, it's time for things going on in the world with pumpkins. Now, watermelons are currently being used to promote safety in Cambodia with the Protect Your Melon campaign. This campaign uses the image of smashed watermelons to remind people of how important it is to wear a helmet while bicycling or riding a motorbike. It is very effective imagery because inside watermelons are very red. Now in other news, a blog called Play All Day Pre-K recently posted about three pumpkin-related activities that you can do with young children. There is pumpkin painting, which is a good alternative to carving and also something you can do all year round. There is a science experiment about whether pumpkins will float or sink in water. And there is also creating mosaics themed after the character Spookly the Square Pumpkin using orange foam. You will find links to these articles in the show notes. And now it's time to move on to the squash of the week, which this time is the kabocha squash, also known as the Japanese pumpkin or the Japanese squash. In Japan, it is also known as the seyo or Western squash. However, the seyo is an older form of kabocha. The current form most often available is called the curry, Kabocha. That's K-U-R-I. 
Now what does this squash look like? The kabocha is shaped like a round pumpkin if you were to press the bottom and top together just a bit. It is a vining squash, so it puts out long vines. The mature fruits have a gray to dark green color with lighter stripes and mottled spots across the skin. The flesh itself is a very bright warm orange which is quite festive during the fall and winter. Popularly, it is thought that the kabocha squash arrived in the Oita prefecture O-I-T-A, of Japan in the mid-1600s by Portuguese traders. However, these historical squash, as I mentioned before, would be seio, S-E-I-Y-O, and not the current curry kabocha. Now, the first curry kabocha were actually brought to Japan sometime after 1868 in the Meiji era. One reason for the confusion over how long this particular squash has been around is because the word kabocha is used similarly to the word squash and pumpkin in English where they refer to many different types of fruits and there are many colloquial names that refer to different types of squashes depending on the area that you live. Now the curry kabocha has a taste that is a cross between a sweet potato and a pumpkin. It is commonly associated with cooler weather in Japan, often included in delicious soups, or simply simmered in a tasty broth or sliced thin and fried in tempura batter. The kabocha is picked after maturing but before it has finished growing, which means that it needs time to finish ripening before being eaten. After being picked, it is stored in a warm place for 13 days, and after that it is stored in a cold place for at least one month. During this time, it gains a delicious sweet flavor and a smooth texture. After it has finished ripening, the kabocha must be kept in cold storage or else it will become soft and moldy very quickly. And now, my friends, you know as much about the kabocha squash as I do. You will find my research links in the episode description if you would like to learn more. I hope that you have a wonderful time until and after we meet again. Goodbye. Hello, my friends, has been brought to you by Rando Plants, artplants.wordpress.com.